Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Just silence at the beginning. <laughs> I know, like, who goes first? Ah, oh, crap. Oh, who's None starting? None of us are going first. No. Oh. We are but, back with another Casual Creeps. Another entry into the Cabinet of Curiosities. In yeah. this episode, we are going to dive into the invitation. Oh, I should have said we are going to invite you to the invitation. Damn it! It's Forget the first called... part and remember the second part. Is it called the invitation? <laughs> it's not called no, the invitation. It's, no, it's not. What? It's What's it called? The viewing. The oh, viewing. The... <laughs> Did I watch the wrong episode? <laughs> no, you didn't. I just completely messed up. I thought for okay, never mind. So I just completely forget every part of the beginning. And just assume <laughs> okay. I said the viewing. <laughs> there is uh there is no episode start. called the invitation, so yeah, it's the viewing. Uh, <laughs> maybe it directed. was uh... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I could understand why you would think that because it no, does involve people being invited to a location. It's all right. It's 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 okay. You don't have to save my my, my <laughs> fragile ego. I, I make enough mistakes. It's fine. <laughs> There's no fragile egos here. No. We're, we're, we have a podcast called Gorehead and the Wiener. I don't think we have uh, fragile egos. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So so we watched the viewing, directed by. Panos Cosmatos. Oh, one of the, my uh, favorites. Legendary director of, of, yeah, of Mandy. And, mm-hmm. and Under the Black Rainbow. Yeah. I have not watched. seen that one. No, <laughs> I haven't seen that one. It's not so much a horror yet. movie. It's just like a wah, weird experience. <laughs> that was it's more abstract this... than Mandy. It's super abstract. <laughs> okay. It's really um, interesting. I, I liked, I liked this one. It felt very simple in a way, but it also made me think of uh, Color Out of Space. It's again mm-hmm. like the all of those the themes. psychedelic colors, the Fangoria. Yeah, and just kind of like at the end, at the end of this episode, it kind of reminds me of like the end of color of the space a little bit yes it's it's very similar yeah. actually i i thought the same thing yeah especially you know he walks out of a water into the water system and but yeah, yeah we'll get to that but yeah it's we'll, very we'll it's there. very lovecraftian again Cthulhu so much or... of, of the things we watch and enjoy are very lovecraftian <laughs> yeah and this is a show by guillermo del toro and and a guy named panos cosmatos that man loves his crazy like heavy metal sci-fi horror stuff oh, just watch mandy <laughs> just watch mandy oh my god i still i want to rewatch. i still want to rewatch that movie i think i've told you this before but i want to like yeah if i ever get a projection screen <laughs> i want to project that oh, for halloween movie. party for a Halloween party, but I want to project the movie like all over my living room because it's just like the colors are so intense. Like oh, it would yeah. just be such a crazy experience to just be in a room with that projected on the walls. You could just flow. You could just flow right from Mandy right into the viewing. Like it is. Oh it, yeah, it, the yeah. colors and like just like the it's so psychedelic. It just I was so impressed by how quickly he's able to establish the mood. And the world, yeah. like, <clears throat> almost within the first shot, you're like, oh, 
This is Panos Cosmatos. It's like feels 80s or driving like an 80s yeah. car. They got it's like you feel like it's like the Terminator one scene when they're in the parking garage and he's got like all these cool camera angles going on. Like it's so exciting for someone coming into a parking garage. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm ready to watch something. I loved it. It was like it felt very 80s and mm-hmm. it also kind of uh oh god, sorry, I was just like trying to open up the episode on Netflix, <laughs> but it's blasting. <laughs> It's blasting the audio, and it's hard to, to watch. Sick. Oh, you um, should just play the soundtrack for this episode for your Halloween party if you get the projection going. Just get that sick synth oh, background. Oh, yeah, yeah, guys. yeah. I love the synth and all this stuff, but yeah, so I'm just scrolling through it. It's very 80s. Um, he loves his, um, again, with with the uh, hardcore like metal uh, album covers and also with oh, yeah. horror movie cover horror movie covers they often use a lot of like neon green blue and purple and he loves those color combinations with like a bright yellow like it's all very like oh, it's so intense. high contrast like... bright but it, it gives you the, the vibe of like yeah metal album cover from the 80s or 70s and then also just like those old horror movie covers from the 80s i think it's just that that like album art style for like that sort of genre yeah it creates a very otherworldly like feeling too with like the combination yeah, he loves ultra colors and, and like his shots are almost like blown out sometimes they're so filled with color yes. <laughs> it's such... so i wanted yeah i wanted to talk about that actually so but we'll get there so i guess starting out <laughs> we we start out with um let's see it's 1979, and wealthy recluse Lionel Lasseter invites musician Randall Roth, astrophysicist Charlotte, um, best-selling author Guy Landon, and psychic Tark Reinhard to his home for a special viewing. So this, these are like the cast of but characters. They don't that... know who he is at this no. point. It's, it's, they're, they're given like complete unknown invitations. All they know is that they think it's probably some crazy rich person and the only connection yeah. that they have between them that they know of is that they've all been on talk shows so that's why yeah. they think it's a reclusive billionaire they're not entirely sure what's happening but it they're all meeting up in this uh parking garage and it starts out with a really cool sequence with the astrophysicist driving up in her cool car and it's yeah. really cute because it like it starts out really intense like she's driving kind of like a maniac and then she just parks and then you see like this cute little nerdy girl like get out <laughs> and just like join the others I'm like oh that was cute yeah and, yeah uh, that's well, one and of the, the cast the cast is interesting too because it's they're all really comedians. interesting yeah they are and like eric andre is like the yes, like the I've... producer the music yeah, producer the which music is so producer. funny I love almost everything I've seen Eric Andre in. Like, I just love his acting sense of humor. Yeah, um, he's so, I he's don't, so I don't know how I feel about his stand-up, but he's very much oh, like... I've stand-up. It's like shock humor, kind of. But okay. again, if you watch his, like, TV show, like his little talk show thing... It's, it works in the talk show, I find it. It works. <laughs> it definitely works for that. But his uh, stand-up, I think it's just missing that element of, like... Mm-hmm. The interaction with someone else probably yeah, okay i was gonna add something actually to the the commentary for the show because i found a little in a little interview with eric andre talking about why he was in it and he actually said that once he saw mandy he phoned up his um his agent and he said i want you to stalk this guy 
this director, <laughs> Panos Cosmatos, and I oh, want you to get amazing. me into something that he makes. I just want to be in something he makes. I love this guy. He's amazing. Just get me in there. <laughs> That's amazing. It's amazing that yeah. he is influential enough that he can do that, you know? It just goes to show, if you got, like, a, like a vision and a little bit of will, you can make an amazing-ass movie, and it's just, like, you just see how much yeah. he loves the thing he's making. Like, it's just so much yeah. him. Like, that is... Only Panos Cosmatos could make that, let me tell you. <laughs> and I was just smiling the whole time I watched this episode, even the second time through, because I was watching it, and it just makes me happy. I'm like, oh, everything... It's just, like, it's so well done. Everything's thought over. Everything is, like, yeah. well made and crafted i was like oh this is just made by someone who knows what they're doing and it's just oh, it's, it's really nice nothing's wasted it, in this it's all there for a reason yes it's really nice so um yeah so they you have this interesting cast of characters they're in this van like this guy comes and picks them up he just looks like the guy that picks them up i'm like he just looks like generic 70s man <laughs> <laughs> yeah it looks like you're well it looks like a it looks like a rocker van like that you would paint like a a babe oh. in metal armor with riding a snow leopard yeah, and, yes. you know, in front of a moon <laughs> i'm talking about the guy that picked them up though i'm like oh, he looks oh, the like guy. <laughs> generic oh, yeah. 70s man <laughs> yeah 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 he's wearing like one of those like towels ta like uh terry cloth is it called shirts oh yeah terry and, like, cloth uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a super <laughs> generic dude. He's like, I don't, I don't, he barely says anything. He just kind of looks. Yeah, he's yeah. a he's an interesting fellow. <laughs> yeah, so he's, they're picked up by a generic seventies man in their rocker van, and uh, he eventually just like halfway through the ride because they're all talking to each other. They're like, yeah. "Oh, I wonder what they're what we're being called for." And like, I think Eric Andre's like, "Man, there's just a bunch of rich assholes that." Can do oh, yeah, yeah, with their money. Well, like, well, are you surprised? <laughs> kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. There's tons of billionaires. No one knows about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, halfway through the ride, the generic '70s man is like, um, "Our host would kindly request that you all stop talking now yeah. and listen to the music." And so they're like, it, "To prepare yourself for the experience yeah. that is before yeah. coming so, before you." <laughs> yes. So they they play some like zen style music and they're just like on their way and then it it cuts to uh get your see... shining shot he, he loves that shining shot he likes <laughs> you get a little, shining little, shot you get a little shine oh, a little camera over top of the van when the music starts playing and it's just oh, kind of okay, like yeah. a little shining i think it's it. you know what it's it's effective it's good it is it's it's very, very effective classic uh but then we cut to see the owner we i it's presumed the the rich dude in his house robocop like, robocop peter oh, wellers yeah. it's robocop peter wellers that's but also made me so excited when robocop. i first saw it i was like peter wellers oh this is gonna be amazing peter peter, peter. wellers and he even so... kind of has a little robocop twinge to his talking like he talks a little odd and kind of like stilted yeah yeah um, but he's in his like study room, and he's got like this, sex this like sex dungeon with this like <laughs> so hot crazy. chick. There's like this hot chick there that's like she's the cool lady from uh, from uh, the Kingsman. She has the swords for legs, and she's also the new oh. mummy in the terrible Tom Cruise mummy movie. Yeah, that okay. I I recognized her from the mummy. Unfortunately, I did yeah. recognize her from the good movie, The Kingsman. Um, but yeah, she's there and she's got like, 
three different uh, needles, and she's like, I believe she's like, what what would you like, softer, brighter, or clean? I think is what she says. Yeah, yeah I and think so. uh, and he's like, surprise me. And th- what I noticed <laughs> after this, as uh, as everyone's driving up, the lights became brighter. So I was like, oh. Uh-huh. Maybe he chose the he got the brighter injection. I don't know. Oh, I never noticed that. Okay. But like it just made me think because like as it progressed, like the lights were, the bloom effect on the light was getting more and more bright. So I was like, oh, oh okay, maybe this is like, I wasn't sure if this was all gonna be real or hallucination. But I'm just like, I don't know. I'm ready for whatever. But I just noticed things are getting brighter. So he must have had the brighter injection. <laughs> so, I don't know. You know what? <laughs> Works for me. Who knows? Who <laughs> I've knows? never injected a drug into my body, so I'm sure that's probably what happens. <laughs> Things get brighter. Things get brighter. Uh, <laughs> so, for a little bit, then it gets darker. <laughs> then it gets darker. So all of these people are now seated in this like bizarre sitting room, which I think was it's very so normal cool for the looking. 70s. Yeah. Uh, where it's like a Center. circle. Yeah, it's like a... A seat like a couch, but in set the ground. into the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're sitting Which, in like the pit of a campfire, and everything else is just yeah. the room. And it was like, yeah, it was a circle, like this huge, yeah. like gorgeous sofa, and there's like a table in the middle that has like an area that can spin to yeah. all of its various guests, and it's just a beautiful, a beautifully built room that looks. Like, when you look at it, the ceiling, like, it looks like you're tripping out. It's just the lines of it is very organic. Yeah. Like, Again, Panos Cosmatos is so good at making you feel that you're on drugs while watching his stuff. <laughs> you feel like you're, I'm like, I feel like I'm on drugs watching this. Like, I'm, everything yeah. looks, like, so dreamlike and just so psychedelic. It's, it, like, starts to play with your mind. It's, like, it's so ultra real and... And everyone's kind of weird. <laughs> it's like, it's all, it yeah. all starts to add up to play with you. And there's also this amazing long talking, walking sequence where the driver is talking about this flower, this lily, stargazing lily that people thought lilies were always dying for the whole time until this lady invented a new lily seven years ago. And now they all look up at the sky and it's one of the rarest flowers in existence and it's this whole garden of them and he's explaining the history of it just so has nothing to do with the rest of the the episode it's just like this mood establisher and it it works really well it works very much so much of the movie is just mood or movie so much of the short is just mood establishment like the Mm -hmm. the part where they're sitting in the 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 circular room uh, lasts like three quarters of the episode and I was yeah. just like I don't know where this is going but it's like very interesting like yeah. each character kind of has like things going on with each of them um, and so basically eventually the the main dude Randall no Oh, that's Lassiter, not some, some Lassiter. Lassiter. I was going to say John Lassiter. <laughs> yeah, John Lassiter. No. Lionel Lassiter, he comes into the circle room and just, like, starts giving him, like, the fanciest booze. Well, like the fa- He has the story whiskey. about the booze, too. Yeah. He just goes on this, like, monologue about the oh journey God. of this Japanese whiskey that survived generations. Yeah, I was like, as he's explaining the story of this whiskey, I was like, 
if I ever need to host like a party, like I just need to like know the story of everything I'm presenting to people and then everyone's going to be like, oh my God, Emma is the best host in the world. Like she I... told me this story about this tequila bottle that she bought last night at a grocery store, but it just had such a journey that I had to taste it. Right? It's like, and and hey, you know what? That's what a lot of, I bet that's what a lot of that booze is. It's just the story, the story. that makes the flavor taste that's, better. That's why it's so fancy is because you're just thinking about the journey it went on. Yeah. And how, how like special it is that you are the one that gets to have the sip of this like amazing whiskey. Yeah. The only yeah. people in the world. Yeah, it just makes you feel special. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he makes you feel special. And, uh, and it's going around everyone is having a sip of their their drinks and the next thing yeah. is like okay now we have cocaine but it's like the best cocaine <laughs> in the world and then the the like the woman that is with him is like also i guess she's also a scientist and she adds yeah a hematologist she, she specializes in blood essentially and she was also the, the personal private doctor of um uh Gaddafi who was like a tyrant in the Middle East for like decades. <laughs> that's who that's who she worked for. She just mentions it. It's like, oh I was a personal doctor to uh I forget his first name, but his last name's Gaddafi. And she just goes into like this little story time about how bizarre he was as a human. And it's again just mood establisher. It's just that's her little section. Because each character kind of gets their own little story point where uh, Robocop interacts with each of them because he knows every one of them. And he, he also he does a bomb ass move, power move by when they walk in, uh, they ask, Oh, well, where should we sit? And then the the driver just says, Well, naturally beside your favorite drink. And they're like, What? And they all sit oh, down. Yeah. And and <laughs> Eric Andre's drink is like this super rare tea from like China or something. And it's at the perfect temperature with the perfect amount of honey. And he has like this yeah. perfect pack of cigarettes beside it that he would smoke with. He's like, how the fuck did this guy know that I like this? It's like too long yeah. tea or something. That's... And it's like, and it's clearly like, I think he, it was never described but he's clearly like trying to be sober i think is what's yeah, happening yeah well when you, you get realize, to the cocaine part oh, yeah. <laughs> then you really realize like oh he has some problems <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's got some issues uh, yeah. well he has that great quote where he's like where Rob robocops <laughs> offered him cocaine he's like i didn't know you have you've had this before he's like that's the problem <laughs> Yes, exactly. That is the problem. I have, I know what it's like. Um, yeah, so basically this whole seat, seating area is all just like to ramp up everyone's like vibe to get onto the, the same high, basically. Like everyone needs yeah. to get onto the same emotional frequency for the viewing of whatever yeah, yeah. it is. The specimen that they're going to be viewing. Yeah, and they're, like, passing around joints, and, like, Robocop just says, I'm always like, I don't touch that hippie shit. <laughs> it's just like he only does hard needle drugs and cocaine. Oh and when he's God. doing cocaine, he has this I massive flight of cocaine that he just keeps starting. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like a ice cream bowl amount of cocaine. Yeah, and we're getting like, to Scarface just... levels here. Like, Tony Holy Montana would be proud. Shit. Like, if, but if you have like unlimited money, it's like, yeah. well, I guess it doesn't matter. Like, I, yeah, well, like, I love that line. Unlimited that, resources. 
Yeah, yeah. Like he, well, like the guy asked, he's like, "How do who designed this house? It was designed by somebody you will never know." <laughs> and, well, and then, yeah, he's like, okay. And then he's like, "I." It's like you have no idea how much money it takes to be this rich. <laughs> like, there's so many I'd great lines by I Peter Weller. Yeah, it's amazing. And he like he hired like this uh, like famous artist or this amazing musician to make all the music for his a, house a soundtrack just, like, for his house and just hired him separately and like he basically owns this musician now to just like make music for him on call and it's like yeah. okay i guess if you're rich enough you can just buy people to do essentially like yeah it's like i'll just give you a million dollars every day if you just do what i say okay <laughs> at that point and, it's like that amount of money it's like i yeah sure yeah and the only i will thing, do that for you the only thing that he hints at as how he obtained his wealth is he briefly starts to go into a story about how he profited off of uranium so right and it was like illegal or something but well it, it's what you like, used to make atom bombs to <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, yeah so it's like <laughs> he did some probably pretty terrible shit he did some shit stuff which he, like once you get to the specimen viewing you're just like okay well i uh, guess this is this is your just reward for uh being a terrible human being it's so... pretty great. It's 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 pretty great how it all goes down and how they just they really build up the egos of all the most of the characters yeah. and the most really the well yeah the pompous ones are have the kind of most justice thrown at them. <laughs> yeah. So so far the um, definitely the scientist she is or the she's what's most her name? she's like an astrophysicist As- astrophysicist. Yeah. She's definitely the most innocent one. She doesn't really know why she's been chosen well, to be her there. Her favorite drink she... was ginger ale. It's like, ooh, ginger I ale. Know. I love it. It's, it's my so favorite. cute. Yeah, she has ginger ale. She really didn't want to do the cocaine, but she did it just to not be, like, the buzzkill. Yeah, and then yeah. uh, Randall, the, the musician dude, is kind of like, you can tell... He's kind of like on a journey to heal himself and he's being completely derailed right now, but he's trying to be a better person. And it's like, yeah. so those two seem like the most grounded and the well, other they, two they just do, seem Because he does get tempted throughout because he also tried to quit yeah. smoking and he's like, oh man, these are the best cigars. Like, you know what? No. Yeah. And he puts him down. Yeah. And then it's only when Robocop comes and starts to peer pressure him that he starts smoking. And... Yeah. Does the cocaine? Because again, Robocop was just like, uh, if you're gonna do cocaine, uh, now's the time to do it. <laughs> this ain't your, co- your dirty thirty street cocaine. It's like yeah. if you're ever gonna do cocaine, this is the day. This is the time. And she so also puts all... her own psychedelic drugs into the cocaine, yeah. like weird blue powder. She's like, it's my yeah. own creation. Like, like great. Yeah. I don't want to touch that shit. Nice. I want to go home. Uh, <laughs> can, can I leave? Um, so they've all been basically fed the same chemicals, so like drugs, al- so drugs. alcohol, drugs, and they're all on this high together. And <laughs> now they are all escorted into this room, uh, and the door closes behind all of them. 
and there's just like this meteor looking object in the middle of the room and uh basically lionel has brought everyone here because of their backgrounds they all have like unique perspectives Mm -hmm. help him figure out what the fuck this thing even is and they've tried they've tried everything and this thing looks fucking crazy like it doesn't even look like a meteor like it just looks like it's made out of what is that like that the hardest rock on earth is like black shiny onyx i don't know if that's the hardest rock but it's very black it's deep black it's formed in unnatural ways the astrophysicist uh she mentions how it doesn't have any burn marks from like re-entry into earth because it's a meteorite that fell from space so there's no deformation from the atmosphere. So it entered perfectly unharmed. And it's like, no, it's made up of no known uh, element on Earth. It's completely alien. It is 100% unknown. They can't x-ray it. It's impenetrable. They have no idea what the yeah. fuck it is. <laughs> they did everything. Yeah. And uh, of course, this this part was really funny. I'm like, this is the perfect time for Eric Andre to be Eric Andre because <laughs> now Eric Andre is like addicted to cigarettes yeah. again. So he's like smoking it. He pulls another one out and just lights it, and is just like smoking it. And and Lionel's like, no smoking in the chamber, please. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah. puts it away. And then you just see him like reach down his pocket and he grabs like <laughs> he grabs a joint and then he's like uh, smokes that. And he's like, I said no smoking. And he's like. He didn't say anything about Jays, and then he like puts it back. <laughs> like, but the smoke uh, it dissipates, and it, you see it getting sucked into the asteroid, and you're like, yeah. "Oh shit, Eric Andre fucked it up." So you're uh, up. Just wanted a little weed. <laughs> That's all it needed was a bit of weed, and then this alien was again high. <laughs> yeah, and so basically everyone kind of starts falling into this type of a trance it seems like oh and that's where the lights can't... get crazy the yeah. light though it's too hard to even describe you just have to watch it it's so the lights get crazy one uh, <laughs> one guy is like just slowly starts melting all their noses then... are yeah very raiders of the lost ark the guy's yeah. face fully the the psychic guy his face i believe is the one that like melts off it just completely <laughs> melts off yeah everyone yeah. has a bleeding nose immediately Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the psychic guy, his whole face melts. And then the guy next to him, who's like the, the, the author, author yeah. he just like, he's like, it's probing me. It's probing me. And then he explodes. <laughs> his head just, <laughs> oh, yeah, his whole plus that. That's what they, that Eric Andre and the, the scientists freak out. They're like, ah, it's just yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then, it's still like uh, messing with their brains too. And they're like, ah, yeah, so they're basically trying to escape yeah. at this point. But and the hematologist wild. idiot woman goes in first, yes. and she's like, eh, it's a and she's like, don't touch it. It's like, okay, oh, oh, yeah. so we, like, oh, crap, we didn't even describe what happens from the rock part. I got ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, just wait, there's so much <laughs> yeah. happening at this point. Because the, the rock basically just, yeah. uh, like, the, the hard shell, like, falls off of it. Yeah. And you can see, like, straight like it kind of opens up and like there's strange tentacleness and there's an area that looks very vaginal and like kind of liquidy watching a lot of a lot of goopy vaginal things lately but then yeah the 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 hematologist woman she is like approaching it and it's sort of like 
she's being seduced by it, has, it almost. It has horns growing out of it. It's like, yeah. it's making these insane yeah. noises. It's so goopy. So very She puts goopy. her hand into it, where it's like there's an opening, and then her hand just like starts distorting and kind of melting, and then she starts melting a little bit. She basically gets consumed by it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. That's basically when Eric Andre and the uh, astrophysicists like are able to like kind of break the trance and run away. Yeah, um, yeah. They get out, but then at this point, the the meteor thing—it's like this bright neon orange goop. It kind of liquefies itself yeah. and just like <laughs> pours off of the like uh, the yeah the stand exactly. onto the, the ground. Stand stand that it's on it kind of goops down and very Lionel yeah Lionel's on the ground at this point can't move and he's, and he's just cowering and all of his coolness is gone at this point all like he's like oh I, I fucked up I'm an idiot I should have done this part reminded me of the blob where it's just oh yeah like this I, I have orange. to imagine this was that's inspired by definitely the inspired by that because it just like the goop just covers him up his face and you see like his foot like breaking kind of and it goes onto his face and like covers him and then it cuts and we don't see anything else but you're like shit <laughs> i don't really know what's going on there so we cut back to uh, eric andre and the astrophysicist and they 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 run out they're in like the the circular room again and this part made me laugh where i'm just like oh fuck eric goes back in for the cocaine like yeah. he's they're escaping and he's such like a, an addict that he has to he's like the cocaine and the astrophysicist has to like drag him come away dude, come on screw the cocaine yeah and just yeah. bear it like they get out of there well and the driver a... guy also helps them get out because he he goes into the i think he might be the one that opens the door the driver guy to let them out oh probably that's what happens he picks up the, the golden ak-47 that's yeah. just like the little showpiece in the back of his room and there's also a really kind of the funny slash dark part where robocop someone asks like oh what's with the, the golden ak-47 he's like oh that's not my story to tell and then he tells the driver to tell the story and like it cuts to a super close-up of the driver and he, he just looks like he's trying to say something and like tears start rolling down his face. <laughs> and like, that's it. You don't hear the story, but it's like, and then when he picks up the gun, he's, I think he just like, fuck it. And he just cocks it. And that's just... <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So like there's, that's all happening. Um, crazy. The Eric Andre and the astrophysicist have gotten outside and they found a vehicle and they're just like, yeah. uh, Lambo. Again, it's amazing that the astrophysicist was set up to be such a crazy driver in the beginning. So it's like, it was, of course, she can drive this. So like, yeah. she gets in there and she just like starts hauling uh, ass, hauling, hauling ass. But so much that to... there's a comedic moment I where know. Eric Andre's face is flapping. I was like, oh, that's so goofy. But who cares at this point? They're all on drugs. It, <laughs> it made me think. I'm like, okay, maybe this is all hallucination. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. we we. We cut back to, and we get to see what has happened to Lionel at this point, uh, because there the door go. opens and like we see the the driver guy with his AK, whatever. Yeah, forty seven. <laughs> AK, uh... AK whatever. AK fifty two. And uh... <laughs> he's playing off Counter Strike his, as a kid. <laughs> his AK two. 
AK3? <laughs> I don't know. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, what happened to AK1 uh, through 46? Were there all those? Yeah, maybe. So yeah. it opens the door and we see this goop monster thing that is clearly just like Lionel is in there, but yeah. he's being controlled by this goop stuff. Because you hear Lionel go like, help me. He's like, help yeah. me. Yeah, got like horns and crazy claws, and he's completely deformed at this point. And it's hard to know, like, what is controlling. Like, clearly, the goop is controlling him, but he's like still conscious. Yeah, he's not dead, Mm -hmm. he's in there. He's just like, he's basically now a host for whatever this like alien is, I guess. Not having a good time, and he looks kind of like the one guy who gets killed by the blob, like the really gory blob death where um in the 80s film where the blob goes on top of him and like he reaches out and he's in the blob and someone pulls yeah. his hand off <laughs> yeah it kind of it's, it's it's pretty nasty he's, he's goopy and, uh, he's very goopy so goopy and it's like yeah it's there's no getting out of this alive basically he's dead if yeah. the, if that alien thing dies he dies there's no there's no getting out of it and no, so, no, but, his life is forever altered. There's no amount of money that's going to fix what happened to no, him. No, uh, that's kind of a beautiful metaphor of this. It's like, yeah. well, money doesn't fix everything. No, <laughs> not, if you, not if you get bonded to a disgusting alien blob. No, and so the the driver, generic 70s man, has his, yeah. fan, has his fancy AK. His AK <laughs> his number. Fancy, his AK number and shoots him. And, of course, it doesn't really do a whole lot. And uh, he gets electrified by this alien guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He has, like, two giant horns coming out of his back. And they can, like, shoot a, red electricity yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool-looking creature. Like, it is yeah. a cool design. And yeah. so yeah, he's just gross. kind of, like, lumbering. And, like, he's got these crazy features. Like, he starts going into his, like, yard area like where the pond is and he can yeah. see his reflection and you can just tell like his he's just utterly he's disgusted yeah. like just like this is him now this is his life it, yeah it's kind of a sad monster moment where he like yeah. said himself this is my life and then you see him like crawling into like a drain pipe. I noticed they really wrapped up the 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 smoke machine in that shot where it's like there's a lot of smoke machine going on. Oh, you know, you can never have too much uh, dry ice in a Cosmatos film. (laughs) No way, that's that's too (laughs) much. Thanos Cosmatos. Yeah, and at this point, like the the two the escapees are still driving away, and they're just like, "Holy shit, man! Did that did that happen?" That was a bad time. Astrophysicist lady was like, yeah, that fucking happened. So, like, as an audience member, because I think they kind of needed to answer that question where it's like, is this real? Because it all looks like a fucking dream. And it was like, yeah, this happened. And in case you weren't sure that it happened and you didn't trust their opinions, the final scene really solidifies that it happened. Which is... Beautiful. He, uh, he he crawls out of basically this like a uh, storm vent and goes into like this 
what do you call it in LA where it's like yeah it looks kind of like city. L- kind of LA-ish yeah metropolis area metropolitan yeah. area yeah he's like he walks out into kind of like the the drain area for all the drain pipes yeah the, 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 the via the aqueducts him, yeah the LA aqueducts. aqueducts and he's just walking alone with like this city landscape in the background is very sad and it's like well yeah but also i think he's oh. draining all of the electricity from around him because all oh. the lights start flickering so i think it also kind of foreshadows that he might be like starting to drain cities and he's going to become like a world ending alien monster or something you know what i <laughs> I, I would love to see a sequel to this. I would love if yeah. we made a second. I know there probably isn't much to like go. Like if something with. like that could live, <laughs> like if something like that came to Earth, we'd be so fucked. So I could oh. see that absolutely happening. Yeah, that'd be great. So it was kind of like a yeah, a blob on steroids, like a a more oh. thinking blob. <laughs> like it, you could tell it would definitely had thought process. Well, and the guy when he blows up, it's like it's probably. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, that part is so right. hilarious because they're all these like really face on like flat shots and like there's like crazy lights coming behind them all and just keeps swapping between them and they're all making these insane faces and their nose are all yeah. Like, it's like the worst, like the most horrific version of that intro shot from that 70s show where it just goes around <laughs> and they all have like different fucked up reactions. That's to exactly the... what yes. <laughs> Holy crap, that's exactly the same shot. Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> Except it's the Cosmos, uh, Panos Cosmatos version. <laughs> oh my god, they should have guessed, had him as a guest director for an episode. That's... Oh my god, for that 70s show. <laughs> he would have a heyday for that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's in the 70s. 70s. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. It's true. the episode where they all get like super high on too much drugs and they do like acid <laughs> for the first time. Yeah, yeah, and go to the woods and just turns into a Panos, Panos Cosmatos horror movie, but then none of it, it happened. Just, it's Yeah, it's like a normal episode, the next one. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they just all trip out. None of it happened in real life. It's just all like a, yeah. a you know shared drug induced uh, <laughs> vision. You're fine. Yeah, there's no way they could maintain that over the course of a whole season of just. You, can't, you don't think that battles. the mainstream uh, <laughs> viewer would watch an entire season of that '70s show, but filmed uh. in the style of that? <laughs> hey, maybe he would become mainstream. Our lives would be changed forever. <gasps> That would be like that, that. Just reminds me of a of a scene in um the the, the mouth of madness. Uh, it's a John Carpenter movie, and it's a movie about the world going insane. And Sam Neill's talking to this lady in a car, and he's like, "No one would believe this is like real." He's like, "Well, what if what if the insane outnumbered the sane? Then you would find yourself in a world where sanity was insane and insanity was sane." <laughs> it's all about a point of view yeah not... <laughs> it's, it's all relative everything mm-hmm. is so relative it's, yeah yeah wait what is you know crazy? chris we're, we're so we're actually we're very normal human beings <laughs> oh yeah yeah anybody who <laughs> makes a podcast <laughs> called gora the waiter that loves Look, it's all it's, all it's very like i said it's all relative it is all relative. Actually, so I'll just end it on this because I thought it was so funny. I, I watched this interview with Panos Kazmatos where he just talks about some of his favorite movies and music. And uh, I found out that this was filmed right after he made um, Under the Black Rainbow. And he, 
I found out that he's a big lover of pop music, like modern pop music is his favorite genre of music. It's like, yeah, I'm listening to Miley Cyrus in the USA right now. And I think my favorite song of all time right now is Call Me Maybe. All right, podcast's over. I don't want to be here anymore.